one of the things that you need to be aware of as you study your church is where is the church in the life cycle of an organization. In fact, you, you need to begin to realize some things about your church. What, what's it really like? Now, one way of looking at a church and kind of distinguishing it from other churches, obviously, is to look at the size of the church. The class notes, and this is a part of many, many studies, Lyle Shaler has done a, a really exceptional job of describing different churches in different sizes and the characteristics of them. And you'll be kind of reading through that as, as you read through your, your lesson material. Obviously, you've got a small church, and, and it's significantly different from a, a mega church like, like Thomas Road Baptist Church. There are lots and lots of people, though, that prefer the small church. Some like the mega church. Some like a church that has 400 to 600 where there are several multiple staffs and members and you've got some degree of specialization and yet it's small enough to get to know most of the people. Another way of looking at a church is, is by type of ministry. Some churches are definitely mission-oriented churches. I have heard of several. The People's Church in Toronto, Canada has been the historic famous one, but where they've given 50% of their income, their budget, to missions. A whole lot more than a lot of other churches. I know one pastor that has a goal of in the next 10 years to every member of his church going on a mission exposure trip somewhere else in the world. Those are mission-minded churches. Some churches are evangelistic churches. Some people call them John 3.16 churches because the pastor almost every Sunday is preaching on John 3.16 or Acts 16.31 and he's presenting the plan of salvation, but it is not a growing kind of church, a discipling kind of church. A lot of churches, and some of them actually have a Bible in their, in their name, they are Bible teaching churches. Some churches are social activist churches and on and on you could go, and we name a lot of this in the, in the material. Another way to categorize the church is by its location. The downtown church. A church like First Baptist Church, Jacksonville, Florida, that's chosen to stay in the downtown area. Now, they've got eight or nine blocks that they own there, including several parking garages. They rent out during the week, but they have available for their members and visitors to park in on Sunday. You've got the suburban church, and that's where a lot of First Baptist has moved, like First Baptist Houston moved out of the downtown, and they moved out in the, in the suburbs uh, right on an interstate, in fact, an interstate interchange where very easy, accessible to get to. There are some churches that are country churches. Most of those are small churches because the uh, citizenry is not very, very concentrated in those areas. Some are resort churches. The church that I pastored at Smith Mountain Lake, about 35 miles from here, kind of would be categorized that way. Somewhere around half of the houses are summer homes. They're vacation homes, and people don't live there year-round. But boy, in the summertime, the population grows as the influx of visitors and summer homeowners come to town. Beach churches and 
churches in the snow slope area with ski resorts. All these would be considered resort type churches. And we could go on and on. There's the, the inner city church that has the declining change of population that's a part of it. You can categorize your church by its size, by the type of ministry that they are favoring, and also by their location. But another dynamic that's very, very important to understand about your church is where is your church in the life cycle of an organization? Dr. Towns wrote a book a number of years ago uh, that talks about the life cycle of an organization and it's, it's, is the day of denominations dead? Now in that book, he, he presents that there is a life cycle that an organization goes through and he presents this as a circle where it, it starts and he uses human development phraseology. It starts at birth. Birth is a time when the church is, is very open. There, there are no traditions. It's a time of enthusiasm and excitement. It's a time with a high level of energy. But as they go through the birth period, they, they reach infancy and, and childhood. This is also continues to be a, a time of growth if the church makes it. If it continues to exist, it will grow. It's a time of openness. The church is willing to try new things. It's a time of disorganization because they just haven't gotten organized yet. And then they reach the third stage, which uh, is maturity. In the maturity stage, the things that work continue to work and they become traditions. The things that did not work, they're, they're pushed aside, they're done away with. In that process, there is a bureaucracy established. The church may have completed their vision and then become stagnant. Been kind of interesting. I have been at Liberty almost from the birth. The college started in 71 and we started the seminary in 73 when the, the college would have still been in the infancy or early childhood stages. And I would say that we've grown to the point of maturity. We surely have established the bureaucracy. They call the meeting of the vice presidents, the feeding of the 5,000. I, I don't think we've got quite that many, but almost every parking place I see that's available, it says vice president for, and uh, we got a bunch of them. Lots and lots of changes that have occurred as we have moved through infancy, childhood, and, and adolescence, really, into maturity. The fourth stage, Towns calls, old age, and I guess I'm getting kind of close to that. It's where you begin to coast. It's where you begin to go on what you have been doing. It's a time of oiling the machines, but maybe not buying new machines, not being creative. In this stage, conflicts begin to erupt. Plateau occurs, and it leads to the final stage, and that's death, when the organization dies. Now, you don't have to be a close observer to have seen 
organizations, churches, businesses, all kinds of things that have gone all the way through that cycle to death. Town says that it is inevitable, that it will happen, that you will go through all those stages and continue to go through them. You can vary the amount of time and hopefully at liberty we will stay in the maturity stage for several generations and that's possible. But the time will come when we'll reach old age. Robert Dale presented his idea of the life cycle a little bit differently. He presented it not as the, as the cycle, as the circle, but as a, as a hump, as something where you would begin with a dream and you go through various stages until you reach the pinnacle, you, you reach the high point, and, and that was ministry. And then it begins a, a downhill slope side. Kind of like we say when a person gets to be 40, they're over the hill and the decline begins. It begins, as he says, with nostalgia. And you start thinking back to the golden years, the, the times that used to be. I'm thinking of those as so much better than the time we're in. And then a questioning period where you begin to question the leadership, you begin to question why we're doing this, and, and then the kind of a choosing sides and polarizing, and then finally a, a dropout stage. The interesting thing, and I love this about Robert Dale's writing, he has a book entitled To Dream Again. And basically he's saying that a church in this, this little hump period, when they reached the stage past ministry and began to go toward nostalgia or questioning or polarizing, they can start a new dream and go back to point one. I think the church that I pastored at Smith Mountain Lake kind of did that. It was a 200-year-old church, and it was basically dead. And the new pastor came in, and myself, and had a new dream, a new vision. And the people bought into that. And we had a great, great time of growth for the next 18 years that I stayed there. You need to find out where your church is in the organizational life cycle and decide, do we need to dream again? Do we need a fresh dream, a, a fresh vision, and to go forward from there? Howard Hendricks put it a little bit different. He said the life cycle was three stages, a man, a movement, and a machine. A man with a dream began to grow and then reached a machine stage where it just kept on going until the machine broke down. Where's your church? What kind of church is it? It's an interesting study. It'll help you decide where you should be going and set some goals as we'll talk about in future lessons. God bless. Hope it's been a good time for you.